Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hello, everyone. This is my third time recording this episode, so I hope this time works out. I already tried two times and both times um, different things happened that it ended up not recording or my software failed or whatever. And okay, I'm going to do it. Number three, hopefully this works. Okay. So I think this episode comes out around Christmas time. And so I just want to give you a big extra warm hug and send you some love today or in this season. I know it's been a really challenging season. If you feel really emotionally drained and worn out, like you're not alone. And I just want to send you a big hug. Um, another thing that thank you for being here. Thanks for listening to this podcast. It really means a lot to me. And it's just crazy to me that so many people do listen to this podcast. Um, and if you want to share it with a friend or share it on Instagram and take me at Cultivated Family, that would be amazing. I love to connect with you and see who's listening. It really means a lot to me. And I truly love doing this podcast and sharing in this way and hopefully helping you in whatever way it helps you. One last thing before we dive into today's topic. I do have a free video called The Best Way to Ease the Pain of Grief. You can find it on my website at meganhillica.com. Um, it's go- it's an amazing video to help kind of understand what is underneath it and how can you ease the pain of grief when it feels so impossible and you feel like there's nothing that can do that. So go check that out at meganhillica.com. And today we're going to talk about self-care. And this is a little bit about self-care and why it's important to take care of yourself but not that kind of self-care that just feels good at first. So it's going to be a little bit different, um, kind of talk about self-care. So often the first roadblock that we have as moms can be that we feel guilty, um, taking any time away from our kids or our duties or families or jobs or whatever we have going on in our lives to take time for ourselves. It can feel selfish and like we don't deserve that time by ourselves. And yet, I'm not sure like how we expect to take care of others if we don't even know how to take care of ourselves. We teach and model to others, to our kids, through our actions and how we show up for ourselves that will pass down to our kids. So yes, I do believe that this is an important roadblock to get past and work through. Because taking care of yourself first is one of the most important ways you can take care of your children. It's really not selfish. It's not um, taking from your kids. It's actually giving more to your kids. The thing is that your kids want you to be happy. That's what they want most in the world is to have a happy mom. 
it really is to know that they are safe with their mom, that she's happy and that everything is going to be okay. And I know there are personality types out there that their main desire is to be needed and loved and they want to take care of others. And so it may not feel like, oh, I don't need time for myself. Like I love to serve my family and to give and to do all these things. And it, it might feel like you don't actually need, you know, need that. But I would encourage even you, if this is your personality type, to still take care of yourself. I do believe that every single person needs this maybe some more than others but the point isn't to like take care of yourself in the same way that others are but to take care of yourself in the way that actually fills you up and feels like soul care so the other part is that we tend to think of self-care is like the things that feel good that make us feel good in the moment like eating chocolate going to get a massage things like that like alone time and time to do whatever you want, which is always amazing and feels good. But is it truly taking care of yourself? I've heard people describe something as soul care. And this resonated with me in a way. Um, because it's not just taking care of your physical body, like going to the gym, whatever it is, like, you can do these actions, you can do these things that are taking care of yourself. And it might not fill you up, it might not fill that um, soul care bucket. Um, like going to the gym, you might do that, but it doesn't do anything for you. The soul care is really like giving a massage and a breath of fresh air to your insides and that feelings that you have inside of you. So imagine like taking a shower and you're just soaking in every moment of the shower. Instead of taking a quick shower, just getting clean, doing the thing, you're like enjoying the shower. Or if instead of just drinking your cup of coffee, you're sitting down and enjoying the coffee. So often we think that self-care has to be this big, huge thing, but it really doesn't. It's in those moments being present with what you're feeling, what you're noticing, really being in the moment like now. And it's, it's, it's really amazing when you can take those moments to like enjoy your shower and feel the warm water on you. Instead of just like, okay, fast shower, get done quick, you know. So what does self-care look like in the way that I'm trying to describe it? It looks like anything that you really don't want to do, honestly. <laughs> like anything that's hard. Um, and those other things that I was describing, like being present, that might feel or like that's not like something that you don't want to do. But these things I want to talk about are like things that feel hard right now and they pay back in the future. So like feeling your feelings, moving your body, having a hard conversation with someone you love, learning to be in control of yourself, learning to grieve, um, giving yourself permission to grieve, letting go of other people's judgments or opinions, and doing the mental and emotional work. This is some of the hardest work you can ever, ever do. And it's exhausting. And learning to be present with what is right now, and right now and right now learning to be present in the moment most of these things if you think about them like you don't want to do them especially feeling emotions especially doing the mental and emotional work it's just too painful it's too much too strong so it's easier to ignore them to not even like acknowledge that they're there and yet when you actually begin to learn how to take care of yourself by feeling your feelings, 
having hard conversations, all those things that are challenging, you will find that you will feel so much better afterwards, more free and light and a lot better than when you just try to ignore them. So most of the time, self-care is not the easy thing. It's not the easy route. If it feels like the easy route, it's really just delaying the hard for later down the road. This is by giving yourself, you know, you give yourself a good feeling and think that you're taking care of yourself. You're like, yep, here I am taking care of myself and all the things inside when you actually aren't. You're kind of just kicking the can down the road because you actually haven't dove into the hard things, the more difficult things. You're kind of on the surface level making yourself feel good by, you know, getting a massage or eating chocolate or whatever it is, but you haven't actually processed and dove into the deep work. So think of this as something that your future self thinks your past self's actions. So in the present moment, it might be hard to do something. It might be painful, challenging, exhausting, but it's the work that your future self will be so grateful that you put the time, energy, and effort to. So if you take a moment to think about your future self in grief, which I know can be very painful when you're grieving, but just try it with me. So often we just want to wait and see what happens with ourselves. We want to give it time. Maybe time will ease the pain. But time does nothing. (laughs) Time does nothing to help. It's what we do with the time that counts. And we, we think our future self just happens, which it does, but we also have some say in shaping our future self. We also have a way, a say in shaping it by how we take care of ourselves now in the present moment. So if you think about your future self in 10 years, imagine yourself exactly as you are today. Like exactly how you're feeling, where you are in your grief, um, all where your relationships are at, or even worse, like you're doing worse off. And this is all imaginary, but I just want to show you how it could play out. So if you are numbing emotions, Maybe you're shying away from hard conversations. You aren't taking care of your physical body. It's quite obvious, I think, to all of us when we know that, like we know all these things we need to do, that if something doesn't change, if you don't take different actions and begin to take care of yourself in a different way, your health will get worse, your relationships will get worse, and your grief will still be there in present form. You wouldn't have process any of that grief but if you take a moment to think about your future self where you put in the hard work now where you take care of your physical body um, you use tools to support yourself in processing and feeling all the emotions you open yourself up to vulnerable and hard conversations then what happens in your future you will most likely have integrated grief into your life hopefully you will feel good and The hope is that you'll have joy and have learned how to hold and carry your grief. Your relationships will be better. You'll have more deeper connected relationships. Like all of these things, there's nothing, there's no downside to any of these things that you would do. When I think about my past self, I'm so, so grateful to her 
to my past self that did that work, that dove into that work, that knew that I couldn't do this grief journey by myself, that I sought help right away. I truly like dove in and allowed myself to feel everything. And I would not be where I am today without that work. It was so exhausting. I told people it's like a full-time job. It was like, it was like all I could do in my life. Um, and it, it was a lot of work, but I'm so grateful that I did that because where I am today is not anything I would have ever dreamed of or expected um, right after Aria died. I wouldn't have even known that this was possible. And something else that I've been thinking about, we'll see if I can put it into words, is um, think about like if you don't do the grief work, you push it off for 10 years. Let's give this example for 10 years. If you push it off for 10 years and you are just living with this heavy, heavy weight and pain for 10 years, you're, you're numbing it, you're trying to ignore it, but because you're doing that, it doesn't mean you're not feeling it. You're actually really, really weighed down by it. Maybe your relationships are suffering, you lost your job, um, you can't sleep at night, your relationship with your living children is suffering, all these things, and you keep pushing it off and off and off and off for 10 years. And so you're living that heavy, heavy weight for 10 years. But what if you took the time to work through all of this stuff right now? And maybe it would take a year, maybe it would take two years, maybe I, I don't want to really give timelines. But if you were to dive in now, notice how much lighter your future will be um, if you take that weight off now. So like, it doesn't mean grief is going to go away, but instead of 500 pounds, maybe you'll have 300 pounds or 200 or 100 pounds of weight to carry um, for the next 10 years rather than carrying all of it for 10 years and then all of a sudden you just can't carry it anymore and you break down and then you're forced to, you make the decision now to do this work and then you kind of take that weight off now and you, your future is so much lighter. I, I, I have a hard time describing that. I hope that makes sense, but it's so, so important to do the hard things. Your future self will thank you. And notice what those things that your future self would thank you for. This is why doing the hard work of processing grief and taking care of yourself is so, so important. Even if you don't feel like you have time, even if you have a hard time putting the importance on taking care of yourself, take care of yourself in the present to take steps forward in your life. You are all amazing. And I'm so grateful that you listen to this podcast. It really doesn't go unnoticed by me that so many are listening in and I'm so grateful and also I hope that these episodes in some way ease the pain of grief you are feeling and keep giving you hope that you can be okay and learn to live again after your child or baby dies grief and all I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it for yourself again go check out my video my free video the best way to ease the pain and grief at meganhillica.com and I'll see you next week take care. If you like this podcast and have found it helpful, I want to invite you to come check out Gravy Moms Haven. 
This is my monthly community for grieving moms where you can learn positive coping mechanisms, find a safe space with others who understand, and learn lifelong skills that support you as you learn how to carry this weight of grief in your life. There are group coaching calls where we do guided meditations, tapping meditations, breath work, and just talk, knowing that everyone in the group is also walking the path of child loss. You can come check out Grieving Moms Haven at www.grievingmomshaven.com.